0: Like how you decide which sperm to use, the cold, hard truth of fertility, your reality of dating as a single mother who doesn't have a co parent to rely on for occasional childcare,
1: and what it's actually like to parent as an SMC.
0: This is the Mocha Single Mothers by Choice podcast. Hey everyone, happy holidays. So, Aisha and I decided we wanted to do a special holiday episode. Because holidays are really magical and holidays as an SMC can be super exciting because especially if you have new little ones, because you are creating traditions or maybe you're passing on traditions to your kids. So this can be a super fun time. It can also be a tough time because you're navigating everything from tricky family relationships to disappointment and loneliness during the TTC process, and even trying out trying to figure out where to hide the elf on the shelf. So we are going to give you some tips and tricks uh, and hacks on how to get through this holiday season. So Aisha, let's start with all of the fun things. What are your favorite things about the holidays with kids? Do you have any special traditions and are you making any new ones?
1: Okay, so I love I love uh, this time of year um, mainly because it is so much focused on kids now. And so just a bit of background, I grew up in a large family. I had six siblings, you know, and so holidays were always fun, but it wasn't gift-centered. It was centered around, you know, coming together. It was centered around the food because with six kids, there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of gifts. So we got two gifts each. We got something we wanted and something we needed. And oh, so- and there were there were so there were things that I grew up with that I kind of wanted to carry over to my kids. So one, seeing their faces, seeing the excitement when they start to understand what Christmas is. And I have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old, and so they both kind of you know know it's something fun and festive. So kind of just seeing their excitement, their joy of the season, you know. So some of the traditions that we started is I I got like twelve holiday books so we do a 12 days of christmas holiday read so we go through the holiday books we do the putting up the christmas tree and this year i get to sit back and watch Um, (laughs) we do an artificial tree so i'm just going to put the pieces together and then let them go to town on decorating uh, we also do holiday cookies, and so my big girl, you know, she gets into her artsy moods, so she just designs, you know, the cookies, and so it's fun. I also enjoy the Santa treats that they leave out,
0: so we're going
1: to have some of those. <laughs> yes. And then you know, the the obligatory staying up as late as you can Christmas Eve, and so those are the holiday traditions that we have in our house. How about
0: you? So Christmas was always a big deal in my family, and. I think it was just, yeah, similar like time to get together with a family, you know, immediate family and also extended family. And I definitely remember the decorating of the tree was really important because my family has a lot of, you know, handed down Christmas ornaments. So, uh-huh. you know, there's like, st- there's always a story behind the ornaments, which is really uh-huh. fun. And so we never had Elf on the Shelf growing up, but I actually really love the Elf on the Shelf because uh-huh. I can really, I can really manipulate my kids with it. Like they think it's real <laughs> and they are uh-huh. super concerned about the elf watching them. And what's, so What's the elf doing today? So the elf moves around the house, right? Uh-huh. And so part of the fun is in the morning they have to figure out where she went, right? Uh-huh. And there's also like really fun outfits you can put on them uh-huh. and like different um I got this kit this year that has like string and and like rope and stuff that you can hang them from different places, so uh-huh the first night, the Alfie was super exhausted and also just, you know, all in her feelings about the behavior that's happening in my house. Uh-huh. And so she was found the next morning next to an empty wine bottle, oh, dear. <laughs> holding oh, on to dear. the wine bottle. And she told them that they were driving her to drink oh, and <laughs> that they needed to fix their behavior. We've also done advent calendar, which is really fun. They get excited about whose turn it is to open up the specific day. And I also did a gingerbread row house this year, which was super fun. I live in Washington, D.C., where there's like tons of row houses. Uh The only problem was that my contractors were eating the supplies as we were going, like the little toddler, she would like put a candy and then it would like disappear. And I'm like,
1: put hey. a candy, eat a candy.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's not how it works. I like we're definitely a little bit in over our heads here with budget with uh-huh. this whole house building thing because y'all are eating the product. So uh-huh. it's super fun. I love the holidays with kids. I think, you know, I loved I love the holidays before kids. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like this is a magical time of year. But I think the best thing about having kids around the holidays is that you get to kind of re-experience it through their eyes. And for me, it's so much more fun to get them something than even get something for myself. So
1: yes, yes, I agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So how are you navigating gifts this year? So I know one of the things that is super interesting about being an SMC is that we can't really hand our kid off to somebody else and go shop, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to look for crafty ways to get the gifts to the house and then also find clever ways to hide them in our often small spaces. So how are
1: you handling this, Aisha? Oh, well, (laughs) gifts this year are interesting. So first, let me just say a week before Thanksgiving, I was like, I don't even know what I'm getting the kids, right? And so then I'm just like, I don't know. So I had to think about each kid and kind of like figure out where they are and what they're into. And so since my kids have a five-year age gap, like we have all the toys. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, what do I get for the two-year-old? So I went through and I purged, and, you know, did Goodwill, uh, dropped off, uh, you know, toys we don't play with anymore. And then I'm like, well, where's each kid? Noelle's into science this year. Camille is into learning how to use crayons and stuff. So, you know, so now I have an idea. So I put together a list. I sent the list off to, you know, the people and loved ones who are like, you know, what do the girls want? And so I'm like, Mm -hmm. here, here's their list. You know, let me know what you're going to get and then I'll get the rest. So this year... I got them each, um, two individual gifts is my, you know, come back to my childhood. And then I got them two shared gifts. And one of the shared gifts, like I was telling you about is a backyard Mm -hmm. playhouse. Oh my gosh. Which is so
0: let's just hold on a second. Like (laughs) Aisha tells us about this backyard playhouse in the middle of a wine Wednesday where we're all sipping wine. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to build this myself. And let me tell you, there were like 20 Mocha SMCs looking at you like, you sure you want to do this do it. okay I I actually think that you need to like take pictures day by day so we can see I will
1: I'm gonna start this weekend so you know okay so first I drop the kids off and I come home and there are like five big giant huge boxes on my doorstep and I'm like first how am I gonna get these into the house so you know yeah because you, you know I, they're nosy too they'd be like what's well, in that but the kids were gone, right? So I dragged all these big, giant boxes, filled my living room. So I'm like, I, I don't even know how I'm to approach this. So I was like, well, first of all, I need to get these big, giant boxes out of the house before the kids come home. So I got yeah. eight hours to figure this out, right? So I'm like, OK, let me see what's in the boxes. So three of the boxes had the wood pieces. And I'm mm-hmm. like, OK, those are going to stay in the box. And then, no, two of the boxes have wood pieces. Three of the boxes have large plastic pieces, like the roof, railing the slide. I'm, I'm like, getting
0: overwhelmed just listening to all of pieces. Right, right, I'm right, like but thinking I,
1: TaskRabbit. No, or... but I looked at it and I was like, I got this. I got this. I was like, I'm a project manager. I'm going to break this down into smaller projects. So anyway, I got the plastic pieces out the box, wiped everything down. I have mm-hmm. an extra guest bathroom that nobody uses. Oh, so I okay. put them in there. So they is full. If one of the kids go into the guest bathroom, it's blown.
0: So (laughs) yeah, you better like, I don't know, put a lock on that or something. And then I guess my thing is, though, have you noticed that some of the gifts, like, for example, I use the hack of online shopping, right? Uh Now, and I even try to, you know, I try to do small business online shopping if they have a presence and whatnot. But Uh sometimes things arrive to your house in a very obvious looking box. Uh And so I encourage parents to try to do a little bit of digging. Uh, and try to see what kind of box it arrives in. So on Amazon, I know that you can actually click an option before you check out to put it in a box that is discreet. So if the, you know, let's say the toy comes in a in a box from like Mattel or something, you can have them put it in another box before mm-hmm. they drop it off, which is very critical at my house because as soon as the doorbell rings, my little <laughs> detectives are all like, who's it for? What's there?
1: and now can they we, can, can reopen read. it.
0: Oh yeah. Like, and they're all, ed- and they will open it too if I'm not around. So <laughs> I love luckily it. I have a storage room that locks. So I've been <laughs> trying to smuggle things down there as soon as they arrive. Cause I don't even want them to see the boxes arrive. Cause then they're going to be like, what is all this? Right. And it, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so
1: that's my approach to, um, quality gifts this year, minimal. And then Couple of shared gifts, couple of individual gifts, and then we're done. How about you? So I am
0: very self-serving with my gift giving sometimes, and <laughs> that's not <laughs> the only one who who gets to decide what they get. Uh-huh. So uh, no, not not that self-serving. Although <laughs> now you've given me idea, I'm like, hmm, do they have <laughs> vacuums? Because that would be cool. So my kids are also five years apart but there are certain things that they really enjoy playing with together. So Mm -hmm. I've tried to focus all the gifts this year on things that they would enjoy playing together, even if it's an individual gift, because Uh when they play together, that means mama has alone time. And so I, we, they're really into dress up. So Mm -hmm. both of them got chef outfits. Uh, The older one got a baking book, which is also self-serving because I'm like, she can start cooking and baking then Uh win-win right so um i also got them a shared gift of a dollhouse which is going to be the epic gift of the year because right now they have a barbie dollhouse that's about uh five years old which anybody who has those barbie houses knows that like there's a lifespan on them because they're plastic and this one has survived about three moves so Uh it's time so they're going to get a shared gift because they play with that together. And I think they're going to be super excited about that. Uh, and then there's, a, and then I'm also getting each of them a gift that is somewhat like STEM related. And so, um, or like educational in some sort. So I found this really cool kit for my older daughter that actually allows them to publish their own story. So like they get to they get to draw the pictures and write the story and then you send it off to this company and they send you back like you know a fully polished book which is really awesome. Nice. And with my youngest, she really likes this caterpillar stem toy where like you basically have you seen them before you like mix and match the little parts and it and it and it shows the caterpillar where to go. And so it's uh-huh. kind of like early coding skills which is cool. Uh-huh. Uh, She had one, but it broke and she was super upset that it broke. I had to disappear it. And so it is going to make a reappearance via Santa this year. And she's going to be super excited.
1: Very nice.
0: Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about teacher gifts. Do you buy them? And what ideas do you have for, for moms on what to get the teacher?
1: So I do. And this year I did a a little bit. Something a little bit different. Normally, I just go and, you know, I buy or I donate and then, you know, it's done. And I would focus on, for school age, the two main teachers in the classroom. So this year, I did something a little bit different. I gave my daughter an assignment. Hmm. I said, talk to your teachers. Ask them, do you like coffee or tea? What do you eat for lunch? So I gave her the assignment. This was Illuminating. So I said, she came <laughs> That's and brilliant. Told me. I said, all right, so what are we getting for Miss So and so and Senora so-and-so? Oh no, we have to get for Miss So and so, Senora So so and so, the librarian, oh, the music no. teacher, my two gym teachers, oh, and no. the tech teacher. And I was like, Do you do you like these people? Well, i like all the people, except my gym teacher. They can be a little bit scary. And I was like, well, you Why are call we me-? buying a gift for oh, the scary no. teacher? <laughs> she was like, well, I said, well, you call me scary. She was like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, the she. Anyway, but it was really interesting. So though, that was the morning conversation. So when she got back in the car, I said, did you complete the assignment? She said, almost. So she said- I said, do your two classroom teachers, do they eat, blah, blah, blah. Well, so-and-so is a vegetarian. Okay. So I was like, okay, so we'll find something for for Senora so-and-so. And then she was just like, and then the librarian, mm-hmm. she likes curry. And then blah, 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 blah. Huh. But it was just so nice to hear the people who participate in her life that she yeah. knows by name that she would like to give something to. So we're going to do it. I That's mean, cool. the gifts will get smaller because mm-hmm. not rich, but, you know, we'll do gift cards and she can give them out to her teachers this year. But I thought it was just so nice to hear about her day through mm-hmm. something that was interactive and she got to engage her teachers. I was like, who would have thought a vegetarian, um, yeah. you know, and then a, a teacher who likes curry. And so she still has mm-hmm. two more teachers to engage. But so that was a little bit of a fun surprise. So, yes, That's teachers, cool. get. So, yeah, how about you? Yeah, I think I'm gonna,
0: I think for teachers and also grandma and grandpa, I'm going to go to a mall or a place to actually physically get the gifts because I think one thing I've noticed that I really do miss with the emergence of online shopping, it's like Mm -hmm. it's kind of a gift and a curse. Like sometimes it's like nice because of the convenience and because you don't actually have to physically be somewhere. But then at the same time, you don't get the experience of like actually looking and feeling and like just kind of experiencing picking gifts. So I think I'm going to bring them to a mall and let them actually pick out gifts for people. Uh, And I think I'm also going to make her wrap them, which will be an interesting experience for her because usually she's not put in that position. But but yeah, definitely, I'm definitely getting the teacher something because, you know, teachers are working hard, especially in this like time of pandemic. Like it's basically like they're taking their lives in their hands to go into to work every day. So,
1: But also we've been, we've been quarantined with our kids. I've seen my kids in action, yeah. and I'm like, the teachers need all the gifts. The gift yes.
0: yes. The gifts. I, it's funny because oftentimes people, you know, I think that there's this like weird balance of like feeling guilty, especially for new moms who might like be sending their kids to daycare, you know, for the first time. And they're feeling a little bit weird about, you know, maybe mom guilt. I will say over the last, you know, eight years since, since I started doing this, I enjoy, like, sometimes I love, I love my kids. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love them. But sometimes the feeling you get on Monday morning when you drop them off and then you can enjoy a warm cup of coffee without like yelling and screaming is it, that alone is magical.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I love my kids, but I'm also really realistic about who they are and their little nuanced personality because some things I'm just like, Oh, I can't mm-hmm. stand you. But, um, mm-hmm. but teachers don't have that luxury. So no, I appreciate them.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about expenses. Like I think with the emergence of online shopping, sometimes the the sort of like click through can cause your bank account to, to swell out of control. So what do you do to kind of cut down on the cost or even perhaps add something to your list that isn't necessarily a physical item?
1: So here's what I do. Since I started working with my company and traveling a bit, I got really attached to the awards programs. And so I started using cash reward credit cards because you have outlays of big chunks of money as a parent, mm-hmm. daycare, school supplies, all this stuff. So I use every January, I clear out my cash rewards. And from January through November, I use cash reward credit cards to get cash.
0: And then I use that
1: cash to purchase my holiday gifts. So this year I got like $500 nice. to purchase holiday gifts for teachers. And so it doesn't hit my wallet. It's stuff I would have paid for anyway, because you can't finance daycare, right? Yeah. yeah. You have the money for daycare. And so, so that is one um, method that I use so that at least the, the outlay for teachers and care providers doesn't hit my pocket so hard.
0: Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah, I I love that idea. I, so, so I love to travel and I use uh, my travel credit card to pretty much buy everything so that I have the rewards so I can take trips and Mm -hmm. not pay for them, especially now that the toddler is old enough to not be able to ride in my lap. I'm like, I'm going to need a lot of miles because I got to take both of them with me. So this year, you know, in in addition to gifts that physically take up space, my oldest has been begging me to go back to Seattle where we moved from two years ago. So Mm -hmm. uh, one of her gifts is going to be a ticket to Seattle post-Christmas, we're going to go spend the week there and do some skiing, which will be fun. Skiing is also part of their gift because it's freaking expensive. And so they'll get to have some experiences, but I definitely think moms, especially the ones who have a limited amount of space, even asking family members to purchase things like gymnastics Or some kind of some kind of experience that your kid can enjoy. That way, you're not taking extra toys into the house. And these sorts of things really add up as moms, right? Just any of the things like soccer, and you know, or I what I would love to do is like create sort of a GoFundMe for like camp,
1: (laughs) summer camp cross,
0: and then have and then be like, you know what? In lieu of Christmas gifts, can you just contribute to the camp fund? Right? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So. Let's talk about TTCing around the holidays. I know that, you know, for many parents, this is a super exciting time. Perhaps if you're pregnant, you're super excited because you're thinking and planning about all of the wonderful things you're going to do with your kids once they're here. But how, what, what advice would you give future moms, Aisha, who are still in the TTC stage, holidays are rolling around and they've
1: had several failures? So I will say this was actually my life, probably in before I decided to become an SMC. Holiday seasons, the holidays were really hard for me because I would get together with my siblings and they all had kids and their kids had kids. So everybody was in a family unit. Even though we were all together, Mm -hmm. there was somebody that they were looking after or who was looking after them and purchasing gifts and and all of that stuff that, that really helped to make the holidays fun and exciting for them. And then there was me, right? And Mm -hmm. so with the outlay of gifts to people and nothing really in return, not that that's Mm -hmm. what it's about, but it just was just a stark reminder that Mm -hmm. it's just you. Mm -hmm. Let me help myself put on this big old coat and, Mm -hmm. you know, struggle, you know. And so one holiday season, I just spent a week and a half in my bed, you know, (laughs) and this was right before I decided to try you know, for a baby. And then actually when I started trying, it was around the holiday season that I was trying. And so mentally you're hopeful, right? You, mm-hmm. when you're actively doing something, the impact of the season is not as bad because you're like, fingers crossed next year, this time I can mm-hmm. have a little one bouncing on my lap and you mm-hmm. have to have that hope going into it. And so for many, that then ends up being the case. And so it's nice to see it come full circle in our space where moms are now taking pictures with their little bouncy baby. But it's really hard because you try to stay focused on what the end goal is. And it's like, next year, this time, it could be me. Next year, this time, I hope it's me. And for some people, it's just you know, one hurdle after the next, after the next, and you have to try to self-care and keep it in perspective. How about you?
0: Yeah. So I, I lost my son right before the holidays, actually. So in between, you know, holidays for me were in between losing my son and starting to try for my oldest daughter. And I just remember being just really miserable and yeah, I was grieving but I also just felt sort of lost. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this day? Mm -hmm. And so I remember the first Christmas, I just decided to go down to my condo and paint the walls. I was like, I don't want to go to Christmas. I'm not celebrating Christmas. And I remember a lot of people were just like, oh, like that's terrible. You shouldn't do that. But here's the thing. I am giving you permission to celebrate the holidays, however the F you want, right? So if that means sitting in your bed with a box of chocolates, or painting your walls, do that going for a hike, like do you, right? Because I think it's so important for us to have self care. And regardless of whether or not you're actively parenting or you're trying or whatnot, like take some time this holiday season to just really focus on pampering yourself. And especially if this is a hard time of year for you, like, you know, perhaps you've just lost a loved one or you know, you're dealing with really difficult family drama, which, you know, always happens to all of us in some shape or form, really, you know, just, just allow yourself to be a little selfish and do something nice for yourself this holiday season. So that's what I would tell moms and, going through this.
1: And set aside the expectations that other people have for you, because similar mm-hmm. to her, where people are like, are you sure you want to do that? People were asking me, are you depressed that you're gonna spend the whole holiday season in bed? No, I'm half tired. Yeah, and sometimes that's what you need. Like there's a lot of good
0: shows out there, right? You You can binge watch uh, you know, to your heart's content and and, and that's okay, right? There's nothing, there's nothing terribly depressing about just wanting to be by yourself. And that's how I was feeling. I was like, I don't feel like celebrating right now. And I think for me, I was just like, I'm gonna be selfish. Like, I know there's gonna be people who miss me at Christmas morning, but they're just gonna have to get over it because I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and if there's
1: anything that this journey teaches you, it teaches you to snatch back permission for yourself mm-hmm. to do what you need to do. You're going to eventually become a parent
0: mm-hmm. you
1: are going to have to start setting your own traditions you know that's a time where it shifts from being a community you know a community thing that that mm-hmm. happens and everybody dictates and determines what this holiday looks like and it sh- then shifts to you what do you want it to look like for you and your family what traditions do you want to set for your house even if you're going to join family later in the day what do you want to the holiday morning to look like do you want to celebrate the holidays you know what what's your gift giving you know Mm -hmm. methodology I I know I try to intentionally be minimalist and that means from the the gifts that we bring into the house to how we think about the holidays and how you just take some of the stress off yourself but But I do think it's like a
0: time also to be very mindful because I will say that as depressing as that first Christmas was for me being by myself and sort of forcing myself to be by myself and be in my feelings really was what gave me the permission to do this on my own. Like I I sat with it and I was like, you know what, this is what I want. I want to be a mom and I'm not willing to wait around for the man. I'm not willing to wait around until other people tell me it's okay. And that I've grieved for long enough or whatever. I'm just, I'm doing this for me and my future family.
1: And the last tip that I will say is I realize about myself that it's when I'm at my darkest or my lowest moments that I lean in and give more. Right. And so it's almost like taking that energy and using it for good because you just want to get it out of you. Mm -hmm. And for me, getting it out of me was doing something for others. And so that would be my last tip. Awesome. All right. New Year's resolutions.
0: Do you do them? (laughs) And regardless of if you do that, what are your hopes for the new year?
1: So I do not really do resolutions, but there are things that I have on my bucket list as a family to do. And one of the things for 2022 is establishing a garden. You know, I think it's really important, you know, I like to be outdoors, but not necessarily around people, <laughs> but I like to be outdoors and, you know, I want my girls to also like that. And I've already gotten them started liking, you know, soil and birds and trees and stuff. So each little girl is going to have their own little fairy garden. So I already got the grow bags. I got seeds. I'm gonna, I got some seeds for you, Hara. Oh, nice! I'll take that. Yeah, because we're going to um, have you know our little um, centerpiece flower centerpiece pieces that we create. But yeah, so that's going to be our thing for 2022. Getting a garden set up, allowing the girls to to own their own little piece of heaven, and then start to harvest and eat the fruits of our labor. <laughs> How that's <about> awesome.
0: <laughs> I am one of those people who outsources my yard work, but. I will come enjoy your garden and I will take any of your extra vegetables (laughs) that you're willing to give me. That said, so I've been doing a lot of thinking on just overall life balance. And I don't really believe in new year's resolutions because I think oftentimes people will be like, I'm going to do this this year for the first time. Right. But I do think that it's really nice to kind of think about you know, be really reflective at this time of year and see like, okay, how did last year go? This, you know, what do I what do I want for the next year? And so I want to stop internalizing systemic oppression. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know uh, that sounds ridiculously lofty, no, it right? Does not. But so I've I've been thinking a lot about this and like I've had a lot of stress in my life, just you know work stress and and other like stress from society. Right. And I think oftentimes we internalize this and we allow it to weigh us down instead of being able to actively name it as like, this is systemic oppression and, you know, systemic racism. And and not that, you know, sometimes we can't necessarily do much about it, but Mm -hmm. we can potentially get ourselves into a situation where like, you know what, this is not something I have to to deal with or, you know, just being a better self-advocate as well in all facets of my life. Yes. Uh, And so that's kind of what I'm working on this year and overall financial health and generational wealth building.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I love that. I I so agree. Like let's start to sow. So that in the next 10, 15, 20 years, we start to kind of reap just a little bit.
0: Yeah. All right. So we are on the precipice of season three and Aisha and I are super excited about this. Yay. It's been almost a year since we first launched and we thank you all so much for hanging in here with us. Aisha, do you want to give our listeners kind
1: of a little, a little tease on what's coming? So we've got some interesting and some exciting things coming for you in the holiday season and in 2022. Um, So first of all, all we want for Christmas as SMCs is a girlfriend's guide to starting my SMC journey. So this is going to hit the streets um, before Christmas. That's our promise to you. The only thing that we ask is that you join our mailing list to get it for free. So if you can all do that, that would be all Mocha SMC months for Christmas. And we thank you in advance. Also, yes. cut off the press, Tara, I love your shirt. Oh, yes.
0: I have a <laughs> Mocha SMC swag that I'm wearing. Yes. And I also drank my wine last night out of a Mocha SMC bog.
1: <laughs> and I am drinking my coffee out of a Mocha SMC mug. Nice.
0: So my toddler asked for coffee this morning. Maybe I will put something in a Mocha SMC mug and be like,
1: this is coffee. Yes, yes, yes. And so we've got lots of interesting and exciting things. We've got a lineup of wonderful um, episodes. We're going to be bringing in a few more of our community members to talk about, you know, season three. We have moved And we are sharing our podcast episodes on YouTube. So if you are not already a a subscriber to our YouTube channel, please subscribe. There we have some of our, um, what we consider our best um, episodes that are listed and there for all to see. So if you can go and subscribe, we would love it. Everyone have
0: a great holiday season.
1: All right. Bye now. Well, pod. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you like what you heard, share us with your girlfriends. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So tell us what you thought of this episode on social media. On Facebook, we are at Mocha SMC podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Mocha SMC. You can find additional information on the topics from the podcast at our website at mochasmc.com. Till next time, pod. Bye now.